Have you heard the old saying, don't judge a book by its cover? But that's what people do, right? We judge everything by outward appearances. In my experience, a great album cover can make or break the decision on whether I buy an album. So go on a journey with me as we look at some great album cover designs and talk about why I believe that you need a personal designer for your album artwork. This is Judged by the Cover. All right, and welcome back to the Judged by the Cover podcast. I'm Josh. He's Phil. Phil, say something to the people. Hey, everybody. It's a beautiful day, and uh, we're looking forward to discovering some new music with you. So happy to be here. Right on. Yeah, so you'll notice we've got a little bit different setup here. Um, We actually will hopefully have some video. We'll see how that turns out. Um, But yeah, we've got a pretty fun uh, episode today. Uh, We're going to be doing a little bit of music discovery, uh, which is something that we've talked about, or I've talked about on the podcast before and on the page. Uh, And it'll be a a really fun, um, I don't know, experiment. Uh, we'll talk about here in a minute. But before we get started, I wanted to talk about a little bit of music news. So I haven't even shared this with Phil. Uh, I wanted to get his like raw uh, reaction. Reaction. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. To uh, to see what you think. So artists crossing over from one genre to another is not like a new thing, right? right. It's it's happened for ages. Uh, I mean, even if you think, you know, most recently you have some of the Latin artists like Bad Bunny and stuff like that coming to like the U.S. pop hip hop market. Right. Um, or you could even think about Taylor Swift going from country to pop. Correct. Which for her, you know, was kind of a easy transition was probably really great for her career and stuff like that. Yeah. But there is a trend going on right now where pop artists or hip hop artists are uh going to country yeah and you may know where i'm going with this already yes (laughs) yes so there is one artist in particular that is uh the announced uh a country record during the super bowl you know who i'm talking about i do does it start with a b (laughs) it does start with a b so beyonce making a country record have you heard the song no but i've just read that headline (laughs) and i'm like I you know I do like Beyonce I I think she's a great entertainer yeah she's got like the full the full package um you know people beg to differ I'm sure my wife would beg to differ on that <laughs> whole thing but um uh, you know hey nothing new under the sun though because there have been a lot of R and B or urban artists that have crossed over into country even like Lionel Richie had a stab at it back in the oh day. yeah huh didn't even think about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I listened to the song. My wife showed it to me. I I didn't even I guess I didn't see it during the Super Bowl. I didn't they, either. I missed that. Yeah. Uh, so my wife showed me the song, and uh, I find it to be like it. It sounds like you can set it. Down. <laughs> I'm afraid to make sounds. Uh, it sounds like the pop country sound that's going on right yeah. now, which I kind of hate. It's not. It's, it's getting old. That's the bandwagon. And the yeah. bandwagon's old and tired now. Yeah, and especially when there's like artists like uh, we talked about on the last episode, Willie T. Taylor. Now, he's probably a little bit more Americana and folk. True. But he probably deserves more airplay on country radio than Beyonce. Or mm. uh, there's a local guy called, Larry, or his name is Larry Fleet. Yes. Who's killer. You introduced me to that guy. Yeah, he's killer. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't get that much radio play because he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't fit this mold of the pop country sound that the industry is trying to tell us that we want. Well, you're also not a legacy artist, you know, yeah. on a major. 
And so yeah. the, it's in the best interest of Beyonce's, Beyonce's label and her team to uh, perpetuate the uh, revenue stream, as it were. Yeah. So the top dogs are always going to get it. I mean, that's why I'd, you and I probably root for the indie artists all the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's just one of those headlines that it's just like, I kind of feel bad for these other guys that maybe deserve the airplay more um, because they they embody like what country music's about instead of these pop artists that already have a big name that are coming. And like, I was just reading a, one article where it's talking about all these radio stations are putting that song into heavy rotation already. It's marketing. It's, it's sales. It's marketing. It's, it's, marketing. it's money. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the, but worst. how about this though? That you, the fact that you mentioned Willie T Taylor in the same sentence as Beyonce I mean, that's what this show is all about. Yeah. So you're going to open up people, who, who's Willie T. Taylor? And hopefully somebody checks them out. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And that kind of, I guess, is a nice segue into today's episode. Uh, so we've talked about um, music discovery, going into the record store, picking up an album, and just being like, what is this? Because right. of the cover art. So if y'all are watching the video, um, we've got one here today. So a couple weeks ago, I had a few hours of time to myself. So I went to my three favorite record stores here in Chattanooga and just dug through the, the bins and found some albums where I'm like, I don't know what this is, but mm -hmm. it looks pretty cool. And probably the best one of the bunch is what you're going to see right here today. Um, so what's cool is I haven't even opened this up. Um, I picked this one up at For the Record, which here in Chattanooga is in Northgate Mall. Uh, they have a ton of stuff. They just have bins everywhere um, of everything. Country, rock, indie, hip-hop, R&B. Wow. They've got, like, everything. Um, they've got new stuff. they got used stuff. Uh, but this was in kind of their, uh, I don't know, it was like new music area, hmm. I guess. Okay. Um, stuff that had just come in. And uh, this thing has just just caught my eye uh, before we even get into the music, because what we're going to do is we're going to take a, a little break where me and Phil are going to listen to this and just kind of check out the music itself. Um, but uh, I picked it up just because, I mean, the artwork is just is pretty wild. Uh, lots of colors. Um, this guy with the balloons. You know what this kind of makes me think of what it made me think of initially? Uh, Willy Wonka or something? <laughs> I mean, Maybe, <laughs> uh, but I thought of that movie Up. Did you see there the, you the go. Disney Pixar? That's what, okay, I was trying to the balloon thing. There the was balloons. A, there was an old movie called The Red Balloon, and it was about a boy. Uh, it was like an old French film or something. It was ah. really cool. But uh, yeah, there you go, Up. Yeah, yeah, just with the the balloons, and we got this little guy that's being a carry, being carried away by it. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was just really cool. Uh, the lady that that works the store, I think she may even be the owner. Uh, she said she listened through this, and she said it was great. She almost kept it for herself. Um, and also this one, I guess we could say is kind of a, a rare piece because it's one of 250 that they mm -hmm. released. It, it's a transparent blue color, which we'll show you in a minute. Um, and it, this is one that you could only get in certain indie retailers. That's cool. What a piece of art, too. You know, it's like you're you're finding art. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this this was kind of all about. I just yeah. wanted to go in. You I wanted to find thing. something. Yeah. Check that thing oh, out. It's heavy. Yeah. It's what uh, they call the grams. You got the, <laughs> the different grams of the weight of the vinyl you can order truly. Uh, yeah, there's like, okay. I, if I'm not mistaken, I read it somewhere. You could, that's a heavy gram. Yeah. So not this is that like. I don't know anything about weighing <laughs> grams from 
We know we Miami. know everything, Phil. Don't uh, don't uh, <laughs> don't just count this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, this is a different podcast. Yeah. Mm. Um, Ten bucks, man. Ten bucks. Yeah, which I think is a steal. Um, they've got this album in a different color vinyl on their website for like thirty bucks right now. So um, I can't wait to to check it out. But just on first impressions. Mm. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to listen to. Look at that. That's clever. The paper, the paper boats. That's yeah. the other side of it just yeah, for check. giggles. I don't even know if you can focus in on that, but you know, really, really clever looking. It makes you want to open it up. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I did a small bit of research into the band in this album. So we'll talk about a few things, especially like fans of this band's, uh, reaction to the, the cover art of this album. Hmm. But what we're going to do is me and Phil are going to take a little break here. We're going to listen to the album. We're just going to check out some of the songs cool. we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the cover, maybe explain in a little more detail what it looks like. If you are only listening to the audio version of this, um, you can also see all the digital stuff on my website. Uh, there will be a blog post for this. So that's jwcreates.com slash notes. And then you will see the the blog post for this episode. So let's take a little break. You're going to hear a quick little ad from our sponsors. And then me and Phil will be back to talk about this album. The and Dangerous Summer, right? The Dangerous Summer. and Ooh, uh, I like that. I like that. That's the band name, right? Yeah, so the band name is The Dangerous Summer, and it's Coming Home. Oh, fun. I'm ready, man. Can't we'll be wait. back. Did you know that Judge by the Cover is brought to you by JW Creates? JW Creates is your graphic design source specializing in cover art design, logos, websites, and so much more. As a musician myself, I fell in love with album covers, and this fueled a passion to visually tell stories and promote branding through the art of graphic design. To learn more, see some of my work, or if you're interested in connecting with me, go to jwcreates.com. Judged by the Cover is proud to be a part of the Podnoogan Network. If you are a fellow podcaster looking for a partner to help give you the tools to make your show the best it can be, or just interested in connecting with other podcasters in the Chattanooga area, make sure to follow Podnoogan Network on Facebook and Instagram, or learn more at chatpod.com. So that's chat with two T's, pod.com. All right, and we are back. And my gosh, who is that? Is that me? That was one of us. That's your wife. Uh, we're back. <laughs> That's my wife. Um, man, this is a cool record. I love it, man. I, and I, I love that this show makes me get into new music. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew, so I did just a hair of research before we started this. And I, I just knew from like the description of like what genre the band fit in. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to dig this. But I mean, I may have found like my new favorite band. Me too, and I start following them on Instagram, and I'll hit them up on Spotify. And you know what's cool? Like I discovered just reading the liner notes, they recorded in my hometown of Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, which I have a big heart for Richmond, and it's such a great music town. It seems like some of these folks maybe they have an affiliation with the local art scene down there, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, again, so this was The Dangerous Summer, and it's the album Coming Home. So The Dangerous Summer is an American rock band from Ellicott City, Maryland. So it's oh, where yeah. they're originally from. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the band's name is taken from the book of the same name by Ernest Hemingway, The Dangerous oh, Summer. okay. Which uh, I've never read the book, but I guess it's a, it's a book about um, kind of this feud between two bullfighters. Oh, right, right. I mean, 
Hemingway, master. Love it. And my hat's off to you guys. That's that's big literature right there, man. Uh, supposedly these guys, um, they were in a band in high school. So straight out of high school, they just started playing. So this was early 2000s. Um, and it looks like they had a debut album come out in 2009 called Reach for the Sun. Uh, they, uh, they played like warp tour and stuff like that, what? like, you know, late two thousands and stuff like that. So these guys, yeah, they're big time. They Good were big for you time. guys, man. Booking the warp tour. They give you some free vans. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Come on. Um, and, uh, so, um, there's not a lot of information out there about the band. Um, even their website didn't have a lot. So I was trying to like, kind of pick some of the, the information that I was able to find. Um, how nice is that though? Like you have. You got to dig a little bit. Right. Like you know, there's like, a little bit of mystery to it. Yeah. Right? I don't want to know right away everything about these guys. Like I just saw like one of their music videos uh, during the break. I was on their Instagram and they're all into like, they got mopeds in the background. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm a moped guy. I like, I, am I already like <laughs> feeling their vibe? Right. Are, are we best friends with them now? I want to be. Maybe. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, so it sounds like the band has gone through some different variations. It's not the original crew oh, that really? they started out with. Um, what happened? I don't. I did creative differences. Probably, you Damn, know. And I'm, every I'm sure. Time. I'm sure there was some of that. You know, people get married, have kids, decide that you know being a rock star isn't the life that that you know they were after. Oh, Lord, um, that's a whole other episode. Yeah, but uh, just really cool. Um, and I, what I love is the excitement that came from just listening to this album that I just picked up because yeah. I love the album art and also. Kudos to you for buying this thing for 10 bucks at the local record store. Thank goodness for local record stores, by the way. Let's preach. Give give me their name again. You got to plug. Yeah, so that's for the record. For the record. I got to hit it up today, maybe. I love the the look of the vinyl. Like, this band, they they made an investment in their art. Right, right. And, you know, we kind of talked about this on the last one, but the fact that, you know, that record labels and stuff like that are still putting, you know, the money and the effort into physical packaging. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this was like the the version that you could only get in a physical at the record stores um, is really pretty cool. And like I said, I, I got a steal. And you know what else I love, and I've always loved this about records ever since I got into music, is that they hired an artist or they found a buddy who's an artist, graphic designer, to come up with this really catchy artwork and that also highlights the artist too. Yeah. So that's, it is music's always been a collaboration. Being in a band, or even if you're a solo artist, you're going to collaborate with artists and designers, and you know, uh, performance artists. If you're wacky, like the band <laughs> Talking Heads and all that stuff, <laughs> right? Um, so, for those of you that are just listening to the podcast, um, not checking out the video. Uh, I'll do my best to try and explain kind of what we're looking at here. So. Um, the the artist, his name um, is Daniel Ratner, and we may share a little bit of his info here in a second. Uh, so the main cover, and I guess I'm kind of all over here, and I apologize. Um, da- the, we looked at some of his other covers, and he's like big into color. Yes. So there's a lot of color in this. The background is like these really, you know, light to dark blues. We've got these like pink and purple clouds. And we've got this kid that's like hanging on for dear life uh, to this like just a, a bunch of balloons. And it's kind of almost got some like sci fi kind yeah, of feel to it, the too. Moons in there. Just very uh, whimsical and. Uh, uh, I'm sure there's other words I could use here. 
sci-fi as you nailed it because yeah. it's a very it's like a dreamscape yeah yeah and i think that kind of lends itself you know we kind of at the beginning we talked about the movie up you right. know that whole thing about you know the balloons picking up the house and going to this place that they you know him and his wife had dreamed about yes um about going and, and then can i just touch on like before up the same concept with the balloons there was a I think it's a French film called The Red Balloon, and it's about a schoolboy. And the movie's in black and white, but I think the balloon is always in red color. Yeah. And he, this balloon becomes his friend, and he gets protected by the balloon and gets out of trouble from getting beat up by the bullies by the balloon and it takes them up in the air. It's a huh. really cool movie. So there could be like some more symbolism in the balloons, you know, than maybe. Even I realize. Yeah, that's your safety net as long as a bunch of woodpeckers don't come down on you. <laughs> uh, and so, and then on the back, uh, it's pretty cool. We've got these guys that are in these little paper, uh, oh, like origami. Yeah, boats, little boats. paper boats. Um, and they're kind of floating in the sky. And they've got this really fun, like, hand-drawn font for the, for the track list. Thank God he wasn't on like shrooms or anything when he was designing this. <laughs> Maybe he was. Maybe that's where all the the, the color and everything I comes see from. Origami boats. <laughs> had, yeah, he like, did peyote buttons in the desert or something, and then he made this album cover. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's really cool. It's really fun. It's really whimsical, and it just kind of it drew me in. Like I, I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Uh, it's one of those covers where I did not expect the music to sound like it did me by looking at the either. cover. Yeah, I was thinking maybe something kind of fun and folky, or maybe even like really poppy, synthy. Right, is maybe what I was expecting instead of this like emo alt sound. Really high energy, youthful music. Got it. Just like a vibrant energy to it. It kind of reminded me of the the earlier tracks we listened to, like the Killers, you know, mm-hmm. the band out of Vegas. Um, just that kind of like fun band, youthful energy, man. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh the sleeve itself was also really cool. Um kind of raw know, too. Raw. I, I don't know if this was supposed to be like an alternate cover or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of got the same uh colorful theme. But we've got a a scuba diver, and uh, I I don't know that they're underwater. Yeah, it kind of almost looks like in the air. So again, yeah. very dreamlike, very. And so maybe you know the album's called Coming Home. Maybe there's something mm. kind of a play on like you know head in the clouds, right? Um, the dreamers, the yeah. dreamers coming home. I don't know. It, it's really fun. It's really colorful. Um, the back where it has like the personal thank yous, uh, I only read, you know, through a little bit of them, but it looks like each member, ha- you know, kind of has their thanks to their family oh, and people that, that were uh, a part of it. And then you've got, um, the lyrics and everything. So can I see that? Yeah. They put a lot of detail. I love a band. I really appreciate you guys putting so much, if the band's actually listening to this. Yeah. I appreciate you guys putting so much detail and like your heart into this and effort and, um, I love it that they put the lyrics. Yeah. God bless you for doing that. Because <laughs> I'm I'm a liner note guy, man. I'll read all this. And, oh, they like Paps Blue Ribbon and, and Jim Beam. Okay, that's <laughs> P- good to know. PBR. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you guys 10 years from now. Nah, I'm, mess- right. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. This is cool, man. Yeah, yeah. so a, a really fun album, a band that I never heard of, um, that I know of, and just... Just fun artwork, too. Now, 
Um, some of the, you know, original fans of this band, because these guys have been around for, for a long time, you know, yeah. as early as 2009, and I'm sure they were playing and gigging mm-hmm. and stuff like that even before then. Uh, a lot of the fans, I got into a Reddit forum uh, about this album, and they were like, yeah, a lot of people were trashing the cover art. They're like, they just let some artists go haywire, you know, you know, with the digital art, and it's just like... Huh. That's what I loved about the cover. Yeah. And again, that's what made you buy this. That's what thing. made me pick it up and buy it. Judged by the cover. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, I, you know, we, we did just talk that. Huh. I'm surprised um, people were kind of hating on that. That's yeah. It, it maybe doesn't necessarily at first glance fit the sound, maybe. So I could see maybe where some of these people are coming from. Hmm. But it's fun. Like, and the music has a fun tinge to it, even though. I know uh, me people talk about like their lyrics being really, you know, emo, emotional, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, but the music itself was kind of fun. Very riffy. Um, you know what I'll do? I'll put my headphones on at home, probably late at night when I can't sleep, and I'll listen to this record yeah. start to finish. Yeah. Just like I did as a kid. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't uh, we didn't take the time to listen to the full album. But, I mean, of the four or five songs that we listened to, there was not a bad song. You know, and it's in this day and age when we have the attention span of like mice, you know, it's uh, maybe mice have a long attention span. I don't Probably. know. I shouldn't be hating on mice. But the fact that we get a chance to, you know, it's Saturday morning here where, where we are in beautiful Tennessee, that we get a moment to like listen to some songs and hang yeah. out, have coffee. Yeah. yeah that, those moments aren't. It just seems like we're just in a, the death scroll, as they say. And yeah, I love focusing on people's artwork and giving them a moment to let, let it seep in, you know? Yeah, yeah. So let's show a little bit of love. So the album, um, the artwork and layout is done by an, a guy, Daniel Ratner is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like he's done quite a few album covers. Uh, and again, they're all very colorful. Yes. He does some co- like collage kind of things. Um, really kind of fun. So we And were at- he went to VCU in yeah. my hometown of Richmond, Virginia. Great yeah. art program there. <laughs> <laughs> and on. good basketball team. Yeah, so Daniel, uh, love the work. It's the reason mm-hmm. why I picked up this album. Nice job, buddy. Uh, so definitely appreciate, you know, and I love that. It was a little hard to find who did it. And if I, you know, honestly, if I hadn't picked up a physical, yeah. I would never know. So I'm glad, I'm glad that the band and the label. I like the little you. dot matrix uh, font they used on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Down there in kind of the. Yeah. The bottom portion of it. Love it. I'm glad vinyl's back, too, because I miss these days of being able to read. You know, all the band thank yous. You don't get that on Spotify or Apple. Right. Or, you know, any of that stuff. And, dude, again, the lyrics, man. I mean, it's poetry. Yeah. It's yeah. poetry, man. Somebody put their heart into this. See, I grew up of the, you know, the era of not having, you know, lyrics and oh, stuff like you? that. So I sang the wrong words to most of the songs oh. for a very long time. That's kind of fun. And then as you get older, you go, Oh, is that actually what it says? Yeah. And I it, was, you know, 12 years old to, you know, sing the song at the top of my head. I love life. it, man. Yeah, that's cool. What are these guys doing now? Are they on tour and still um, doing it? You know, it looks like they've got a new album that's supposed to be coming out this year. Uh, I think there was a single that came out in December. Yeah. Uh, but I, again, I, I wanted this to be kind of a discover it all now, so I didn't get to dig into it too much. But mm. um, I can say that if you are a fan of music, 
you're a fan of discovering new stuff. Uh, this album, Coming Home by The Dangerous Summer, is killer. It is, agreed. And, uh, you know, this is a, an a, a example of why hiring a graphic designer mm-hmm. to do your artwork, to do the layout, and obviously these guys have the power of a label behind them, so they have uh, more resources than, say, your, your average Joe. But if you're a young guy or a young band or something like that and you're trying to come up, um, it's really important to to make sure that you put the resources into good cover art for your singles and your oh, album covers. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if people are scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through mm-hmm. Apple Music or Spotify, again, Phil just mentioned our attention spans are very short. Right. You know, you want that thing that's going to catch somebody's attention. And, you know, even though maybe this cover may not match maybe the, the band's sound or anything like that, it stopped me and made me pick this up. And I had no idea. And we're talking about it on a Saturday morning. Like, yeah. b- b- just unwrap this thing. I think that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just a case for hire a graphic designer, somebody that yes. knows what they're doing. Or a local with, artist that you love their paintings or their, yeah. you know, whatever medium or media they work in. Hire a local artist. You know, you're going to discover, like, great friendships are made. You yeah, know? yeah. And it's cool, you know, especially if you start early with somebody and you can, you know, kind of build your your branding and your look, you know, from the ground up and have that cohesiveness of, you know, the look looking the same. You may, you know, change mm-hmm. and stuff like that as a band, but um, having somebody that's always there with you, knows you, knows your brand, knows your design. Yes. Um, it's very important. So shameless self-promotion here. JW creates. That's what we do. Yeah. Uh, one of my big loves. The reason why I got into graphic design was album covers. Yeah. And so I fell in love with the art of it. Uh, how you can be hands on with the process. Um, but there's also cool stuff you can do digitally too. Obviously, this is all digital art that you're seeing on this cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my love. That's what I do. That's what I want to do. And I want to find bands, artists, and stuff like that to partner with and grow with you. And don't you also like to collaborate with photographers? Like I've loved all the photographers I've worked with on my projects, my music projects, or, or even for actor headshots. Um, You know, I find like when you find the best photographer, Mm -hmm. those guys will make or break your, your, you know what, not your career. They're not going to make or break your career, but they really do make or break your first impression. And I'm so grateful for like the Tom Legoffs and the Dale May photographers that I've um, had the pleasure of working with. They're, they've been yeah. amazing. Yeah. Cause I mean, this is going to sound very rude and I apologize for anybody that, that I offend here, but photographers are almost a dime a dozen. And maybe that's just How chatting. How dare you? Maybe right, that's just chatting. my last episode with you. <laughs> But but there there are a lot of photographers. But every photographer is a little bit different, right? You know, mm-hmm. there are the people that are really good at capturing families and moments and yes. posing and stuff like that, which isn't always going to translate into captivating cover art. True. There are creative photographers that you just look at their photos and you go, "How?" Like they're using the same camera as the right. other person over here, maybe the same location, but they just capture a moment differently. Composition. Yeah. So there's there's a creative portion that goes into photography that, you know, not every photographer has and not every photographer has to have. Mm-hmm. But when you find those people that have like figured out like this is what I love to do or this is what I'm really good at, you know, those are, you know, really good um, 
partners to have. And I and that you said it, partners. It's a marriage. I love it. You've got the artist who's made the music. Then you like, oh, we need a great photo, so you hire a photographer. And then that photographer's like, oh, dude, I work with this great graphic designer. Then you meet a great graphic designer like yourself, yeah. and then you get to make this package. Yeah, yeah, and we'll probably, you know, this has been on my mind for a while doing a. Uh, an episode on just using photography in album covers. Mm-hmm. And I've got a, I've got a little rant that we'll talk about. That'll be a lot of fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll save that for a, for a different episode, but yeah, I, I love it. I've got a, a, a handful of photographers that I've met and worked with that fit certain like looks and, right. and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I love working with different photographers. Um, I also have some artist friends, you know, I'm great in the digital world. Um, but I can't necessarily recreate something like this. Like right. this takes an artist, somebody True. that knows how to use pen and paper, brushes, you know, stuff yes. like that. Um, and you know, I've got partnerships with people like that as well to really, if you're looking for a look like this yeah. as well, conceptualized so, art. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been a really fun experiment. Into, yeah. I'm glad it was good. <laughs> <laughs> right. It would turn into a near miss. We got lucky, or I think it's just they're good artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it helps. You know, we got great recommendation again for for the record. Mm. Uh, I should know her name. We'll go over there and we'll 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 figure it out for these ourselves. Um, But yeah, that's a. I don't know. Maybe that's a wrap. I I think it's a wrap, and I just thanks, man. You just now got another band I can yeah dig into. Yeah. So one more time, that was the dangerous summer coming home. Check it out. The vinyl is killer. Yeah, uh, but it Good looks like quality vinyl too. Looks like they're everywhere. So, um, yeah. Uh, if you have either an album or a band or somebody that you think we should talk about on the on the podcast, mm. uh, feel free to reach out to us. Um, one of the easiest way is um, email. That's info at jwcreates.com. Also, uh, on my website, if you go to jwcreates.com slash notes, um, on the blog post down at the bottom, there will be a place where you can leave comments as well. Uh, another great cool. way to leave suggestions is by leaving us a review. So we love five-star reviews on Apple or Spotify or whatever, but you can use that as also an opportunity to say, hey, love what you guys are doing or, you know, whatever. You can say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you can also say, hey, check out this artist. Please. Yeah, that'd be, com- that'd be really cool. I'm down. Yeah, come on. Well, Phil, thank you for going on this journey with me today. Always. Yeah, thanks it's for the cool. coffee and everything. You got it, man. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so... How do I end this? Just like that. You can sing a little theme song. How do I end this podcast? That's a wrap. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Love to hear from you. We will see you next month. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.